Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Emmett Fox Friday. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the phone is Mr. Chris Sheridan. What's happening, sir? Rains are coming. Rains are coming. Are you battening down the hatches? Pretty much. We haven't had rain in Los Angeles in like I don't know how many months. So when it rains, it is a big deal, especially after the fires. So now that you know ground is loose. So keeping an eye on it, but yeah. All right. Could use the rain. There you go. Exactly. Rain is always good in California. It's always good here in Las Vegas. We're actually getting a little overcast. Hopefully we'll get some too. Nice. Uh, So there we go. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump right into this. This is, of course, from from Finding Use Your Inner Life. I mean, Your Inner Power, excuse me, uh, by Mr. Emmett Fox. And this one, uh, this week, uh, Chris is going to start. So we'll talk a little bit about this uh, after we read through it. So whenever you're ready, Chris, go for it. All right. So this uh, from... The Wise Emmett Fox, and this book was written in the 30s, compilation of a lot of his short sermons and talks. Uh, It's just a great book you can pick up anytime, pick any page, and there's something relevant, some some wisdom that can be drawn from that, and hopefully something timely, and this uh, this actually might be good. Uh, So this is God Must Live in You. Your own mentality has all the power to make your life into anything good or bad. This is the great truth about humanity. Your own mentality makes your body what it is. If you have a damaged organ, that damage is caused by your own mentality. And if you change your thought about it, it will be healed. If your surroundings are unpleasant, that unpleasantness is caused by your own mentality. And when you mentally change things, the surroundings will change too. If your problem is lack, that lack is caused by your own mentality. And if you change your mentality, prosperity will come. You're not really affected by other people or by habit or climate or the market or the administration or world situation or by any other conceivable cause except your own mentality. Divine life has to be expressed by life thoughts in you if it is to heal you divine love has to become a sense of love in your own heart if it is to heal you or anyone else by means of you divine intelligence has to become conscious understanding in your mentality if it is to guide and save you divine peace has to be experienced and practiced by you before it can change your life these qualities must be made a part of your own mentality before they can affect your life. Thinking of them as merely belonging to an outside God can do nothing for you. Jesus warned us that the kingdom of God is within. The kingdom of God is within. Jesus warned us. That's an interesting way to put that, isn't it? You've been warned, yeah. (laughs) You have been warned that the power is in your hands. Usually Jesus taught or Jesus said or thus spoke. Uh, no, he warned. <laughs> he warned. That's an interesting way of looking at that. Yeah. That's really, really, I've never heard it put that way. Well, you know, it's, so, it's plain. Uh, yeah. Don't look anywhere else. That's, you know, yeah. the warning is you're going to be wasting your time and probably not getting the results you'd prefer. Yeah, I think too, the war- the warning is also that if you don't pay attention to that powerful part of yourself that's creating your experience. You know, you're just going to create a terrible experience for yourself. You think it's coming from somewhere else. Like, whoa, my thoughts 
you know, my actions and my imaginings and so on don't have any effect on my life. It's all, you know, the exterior world that I need to be worried about. You know, it's a warning that no, you know, that, that, that the, the inner is where, is where those, you know, those outer experiences are first being created. And he's really going to a great length to talk about that and using that word mentality over and over again. Um, and the, Really, I think, you know, it's interesting because he says mentality and not thinking in this one. And I almost think mentality is a, is a little bit uh, wider in scope in some ways. It's like I, I feel like it that includes emotional content, you know, includes visualizations. It includes the actual thinking itself. It includes the beliefs and, and ideas that you hold and things like that, the mentality. You know what I mean? I think he was trying to really make a uh, a distinction between those two in some ways, so. Yeah, good point, because the, uh, you know, the mental function, there's so much to it. And we've talked uh, several times about how when it's thought upon as being very simple, like, well, if you don't like something, change your mind about it. Or thoughts create reality. Well, if you want a car thing, visualize it and you'll manifest it. Um, you know, which is true, but there's more to it than that. Mm. Uh, just changing a single thought about something one time is no uh, contest against if you think negatively nine other times or 900 other times. Uh, so it's your discipline and your mental attitude. Yes, your beliefs, your thoughts. Well, that can't be true. Or, oh, I like to see that. Or, you know, any cynicism, criticism, things like that, this openness. And also, if you're looking high or low or here or there, uh, you also won't find it. So that's part of its mentality is where you're directing your thoughts or where you believe you know, this power is that you can receive. Is it out there somewhere or is it, as he said at the end, the, the kingdom within? Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. I think the other thing, too, that mentality kind of encompasses is this uh, this this other part of this idea that, you know, it is done unto you as you, as you believe also. And this is kind of a, a tricky thing because you think, well, it's, it's, it, that just means the way I think is the way that, you know, things are going to happen. But also, you know, the way, the fact that you believe that the way you think changes things is also a belief and that could equally be, I don't believe that my thoughts have any, effect on on my circumstances or my life which in 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 either are creating the circumstance that they you know that you're that you're thinking of but one is doing it constructively if you believe that your thoughts make a difference the other is doing it de de destructively or deconstructively as it were it's kind of you know that belief is actually holding you back from 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 the from the thing that you want so that's the other side of mentality is like, how long have you been telling yourself? Well, you know, that's all in the outer world. And, you know, if I want to do something, uh, if I want to change my life, I have to, you know, have, I need to be friends with this person and I have to have this much money and it all, you know, things on the outside, right. That you think are going to change things in your inner world or in your life and your circumstances. Uh, so, you know, if you've been hanging on to that mentality for a long time, it may take a bit of time to, to kind of reprogram. And then actually get 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 things working constructively. So that's why it's a good po point that you made there at the beginning, where you're talking about you know look one one thought or one changed idea or one visualization session may or may not do it could 
you know, some you hit, you know, like think about hitting rocks. You're trying to split rocks or something, you know, not that that many people have done it, but you know, when you're hitting rocks, it's like some rocks you can hit one time and you'll just hit the little fault or crack and the whole thing will split in half, even a large rock. Some you've got to just sit there and, you know, hammer on and hammer on and hammer on and hammer on. And then, you know, and then finally, you know, after the, you know, 792nd blow, it splits open. So, you know, it just, it kind of depends. It's like how deep seated are some of these beliefs, how, you know, how much conflict is there within you subconsciously and so on. So you got to give yourself time. On the other hand, don't, um, you know, count out the possibility of some things happening miraculously, quote unquote, quick, because that's also possible. It really, it really depends on what's going on below the surface of the conscious mind in a lot of ways, doesn't it? Well, it does. And that's how this mentality uh, can make things easier or more difficult. You know, we can limit ourselves and our power. Uh, we can grant more power to circumstance and other people and the administration or whatever he's talking about. Sure. Um, you know, and it's this diversion or this misdirection, you know, of your thoughts and where, you know, true power and ability to transcend and transform yourself and your situation. Uh, yeah, it's learning mind science, learning uh, the real, you know, rules of attraction, the real laws uh, behind it, not just changing a thought on the outside, but we may have to go much deeper and work on these inner beliefs. But like you said, one of the main things is that, is this even possible? Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a huge thing. It's like, that's why books like this are so important, reminding yourself that my thoughts do make a difference. You know, my thoughts do create my reality and things like that, and almost reinforcing the sort of meta narrative, I guess, of the whole thing, as opposed to just, just hitting at, oh, I want, you know, I want to have this or that healing occur, or I want, you know, to manifest this or that situation or, or thing in my life. But like to go at the, the, the meta program, which is, you know, I believe that my thoughts are powerful, that thoughts are things, that these thoughts are creative that these thoughts actually are the, the precursor to the, the outpicturing of that, you know, in the material world that we experience. So that's, uh, that's one way that you can do that. If you find that, you know, hey, my affirmations don't seem to be working, maybe you got to work on the meta program a little bit and get, 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 to the, get back to the source and make sure that, you know, you've tilled the ground and you've prepared the, the subconscious mind to receive positive uh, input and positive uh, commands, as it were, right? Right. And he also goes on to say that, you know, if you don't like your situation or it's unpleasant or there's lack or, uh, you know, a sickness or something, that that is not only is the cure your mentality, but it's your mentality that got you in this position in the first place. And I think that's something to it's not to assess blame or, you know, you should be guilty or that it's your fault. You have to take responsibility for it. Yes. If you worry all the time and you don't really have this faith factor uh, in something higher, something greater, if it's just what you see in front of you is how you determine whether or not you're going to be happy or not. Um, you're setting yourself up, you know, for some problems. If you are a constant warrior, uh, and maybe you're not sleeping. Um, 
you know, you're again, you're giving your power up to something that really or giving it over um, instead of claiming it for yourself. But yes, we have this mentality factor that, that can be very powerful in healing and transforming our lives. But it's that same pathway that got us in the mess in the first place. That's a great point. That's the larger, larger picture. It, it works both ways. Yeah. And I think that's the tough thing sometimes about it. And that's where, you know, you, you, people think, well, you know, I tried this stuff. I tried this mind science stuff or this new thought stuff a couple of times. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't seem to work. And then you ask, well, you know, what do you generally think about all the day? Well, you know, I read the internet and I, you know, I think about how lousy my boss is and I think about how broke I am and I think about, you know, how much I, you know, dislike my brother-in-law, this, that, and the other thing, whatever they're thinking about. If they're honest, they'll tell you that, right? And you're like, well, you know, I, I, the law is perfectly at work in your life. You know, look at what you got. Discord between you and your brother-in-law, you're broke, you know, you don't feel very good and you're constantly anxious. So it's working perfectly well. You just, you know, you just don't like the information you're feeding in. So you know, and especially when you've got kind of when you're on a roll with that kind of negativity, it does take a bit of time to clean clean it up, as it were, and get some positive things moving forward at times. So that's why you got to have some patience with yourself. But at the same time, like you said, you've got to kind of you've got to own the fact that your thoughts are causing these things. You can't blame outside sources, you know. And he says even you know these qualities must be made part of your own mentality before they can affect your life. Thinking of them is merely belonging to an outside God can do nothing for you. And this is where that great line is. Then Jesus warned us that the kingdom of God is within. So, you know, if you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, it'll, if it's just, if the election goes this way or that way, or if they change this or that law, or if, you know, I, I can get made vice president, then I'll be happy. And, you know, or this, you know, you're putting the, all those things outside yourself and you're not taking responsibility or, you're, you know, you're saying something like, well, I, you know, I could get ahead if it wasn't for this person or that person holding me back. And it's like, you know, it's hard to take that back and go, you know what, these are all factors in my life. And I, you know, the material world is a real thing, but I can't, you know, I can't make it the cause of my life. I have to take control of my own thoughts and, and, and make those causal and that, you know, and so, my thoughts have gotten me into this place. So now my thoughts will get me out of this place if I want to change it. You know what I mean? And so it is, it is, there's a bit of rough work if, if you know, if you haven't done this, uh, if you haven't done this before in some ways. So you have to have patience. You do. And you have to pay attention um, for and listen to yourself and maybe what you're saying and what you're thinking. You have to keep a watchful eye. Uh, or watchful ear, uh, that you're not reverting back to old habits of thought. And he talks about um, these qualities and making them part of your own mentality uh, before they can affect your life. And he outlines these qualities as being divine life, divine love, divine intelligence, and divine peace. These are the things you have to cultivate in your own mentality. So divine life has to be expressed by life thoughts in you. Divine love has to become a sense of love in your own heart, if it's to heal you. Divine intelligence has to become conscious understanding in your mentality that it will guide and save you. And divine peace has to be experienced 
in practice by you before it can change your life. So these four qualities have to really be developed and consistently, continually uh, reinforced and experienced. Um, then it can change. He always says this is before it can change your life or before it can heal you. Um, yeah. So he really lays out what, what you really need to be thinking about or how you need to attune your mentality. Is Are you thinking divine life? Not the horrible life that you see on TV or, you know, wretched behaviors by people. Divine love, not the hatred and the fear that's going on. Divine intelligence, not the ignorance and stupidity that seems to be in abundance um, and divine peace because there's chaos and unrest all around the world. These are internal, more than just beliefs. These are like things. You know what I was, uh, these are I was, qualities that have to be experienced. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was going to say these, it reminds me of the idea of uh, Plato's ideals or, or Jung's archetypes. These are things that you need to put yourself in alignment with their pre-existing, you know, archetypal sort of energies, divine life, divine love, divine intelligence, divine peace. It's not like you have to conjure them up inside yourself. You need to put yourself in, in alignment with them. Do you know what I mean? Which is a different thing of th than thinking, oh, I've got to fill my mind with all these peaceful thoughts. You do need to fill your mind with all these peaceful, peaceful thoughts. And then what that does is that invites in more of that, flow of that archetypal divine love into you and then gradually you know that thing takes you over and and directs your steps and directs your mind and directs your behavior you know you know what i mean it's a little bit of a different thing than oh i've got to kind of create this in myself um you know it's something it's within you but it's also without you in a sense because it's uh, in a, in a different sort of space. It's in the archetypal world as well as, a, as in your own consciousness. Right. And it's in the collective. It's you know, for everybody. It is universal. It's universal. And, yeah. And yeah, again, this is beyond, you know, just circumstance or the specifics or the details of your life or why you're unhappy or why you're sick or why there's unrest or things. These are, it's as if you're, you know, not only attuning yourself with these qualities, but it's as if you're putting a sign outside of your house <laughs> um, or on your forehead or, you know, written inside your heart uh, that says, oh, we accept like a credit card or something at a business. Oh, we accept, you know, Visa or MasterCard. Uh, we accept American Express. Like, oh, you can come in here and you can, you know, pay with this thing that this is saying that that we allow that here. We welcome <laughs> this. So if you're tuning in to divine life, divine love, peace and intelligence, um, you're, you're making a mark, you're sending a signal or a, lighting up a sign that says we're open. We're open for that uh, because you are. And that's how you can have these things become more part of your life because you're inviting them in because you're saying, I want my thoughts to be intelligence in a divine way. I want my heart uh, to love unconditionally. <laughs> I want my life um, to be in tune with a blessed life, even with all this stuff that's going on. I mean, it's, they're almost two different things. If you look at the world you know, around you and the images and unrest and difficulties and chaos and 
suffering and struggling, um, that's kind of happening anyway. It's what are you doing inside in your own internal life uh, that's pointing somewhere else? That's a great point. That's a great point. So, you know, and in, in the end, you've got to get that inner and outer world in alignment and you want to, you want to, you know, build up this place in your mentality that invites in divine life, love, intelligence, peace. You want those to be the, the centerpiece, the sort of, uh, you know, sort of foundation that you live your life in. Um, all right. I think that's going to about do it for us unless you have a wrap up that you'd like to add. I can't. Uh... God must live in you is the title of this. And at the end, he says, Jesus warned us that the kingdom of God is within. So this withinness, uh, I think that's really the, the takeaway. Uh, if you want to live a peaceful life, well, be peaceful within. Call upon it. I want inner peace. And then maybe you'll have peace in your life or peace in the world. I want lovingness to flow through my body and then you can go out in the world where maybe there's a lack of love you know, selfishness and fear and hatred and things like that but you're radiating this love this loving presence this greater life you know this wiser intelligence it's so easy to fall into the traps that the world sets out of reaction and resentment and well, I'm going to attack back. I'm going to retaliate. Uh, it's harder to do this, but when you do, you can move through the world with a sense of confidence and you're also kind of immune to some of these negative things. They're not getting their claws in you or hooks in you. Uh, they're still there, but you're not going to be affected by them if you're, it's your allegiance. If you're loyal to divine love, life, intelligence, and peace, how can you worship hate, fear, division, and discord? That's fantastic. What a great way to wrap that up. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right. So that is going to do it for us today. Thank you for that beautiful wrap-up, Chris. And thank you for joining us here, as always, on the show. Thank you. All right, so you have just heard God Must Live in You. So check out Find and Use Your Inner Power. It's a great uh, it's a great book by Emmett Fox, and it's one of these things where you can on, open it up to something. You can almost open it up at random, and it'll usually be right on the nose for something that you need. So it's a great little tool to for, for daily meditations and so on. Uh, I am Jason Napolitano. I am the author of If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Chris Sheridan is the author of The Spirit in the Sky. You can find us at CosmicEye.org. And if you would like, please make a donation at anchor.fm slash CosmicEye. We'll be back on Sunday with another show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have a great uh, couple of days. Goodbye and God bless.